coming to you live from Canada. Here comes your game-changing, life-transforming turning point moment. <clears throat> yes, this is the sign you've been looking for. You're listening to Engage City Church. Powered by hope, not hype. Online at engagechurch.ca. Dread two days of the year. Mother's Day and Father's Day are like the hardest Sundays uh, for me to, to speak on. And not because I don't like them. I love them. I think they're amazing. But it's because there's, there's, there's literally, you know, people are, get offended because you celebrate Mother's Day. They get offended that you don't celebrate Mother's Day. Some, some people um, are careful because some people, you know, like uh, going through struggles, getting pregnant, all those things. It's a very sensitive time. You lost babies, and it's a very sensitive time, and people have all sorts of opinions about a Sunday. But I believe that it's important to celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day, and I believe that it's important that we don't live in a vacuum where we say that the only things that are important uh, are spiritual things. So we're going to ignore everything else that goes, that goes on uh, in the world, whether it's Mother's Day or Father's Day. I think it's important that we celebrate. And this is why I think that it's important that we celebrate. John 19, verse 26. If you're ready, say, I'm ready. Right into the Bible, because that'll sort us out. John 19, 26. Standing near the cross was Jesus' mother and his mother's sister, was Mary of Clopas and Mary Magdalene. They loved naming people Mary back in the day. When Jesus saw his mother standing there beside the disciple he loved, he said to her, now just a pause, I need to paint this picture. Jesus is literally hanging on the cross. His last few breaths before the moments that he said, it is finished. He sees his mom there with her posse, his aunt, her friends, everyone's named Mary. He sees John, who is the disciple that Jesus loves. He looks at Mary, he looks at John. He says, dear woman, here is your son. And he is meaning John. He said to his disciple, here is your mother. And from then on, his disciple took her into his home. Jesus literally, before he died on the cross, said, take care of my mother for me. <laughs> and John did because he lo- Jesus loved his mom. Jesus loved Mary. We love Mary. You know, she makes a big appearance at Christmas time. You know, we love Mary. Uh, now she's going to make a big appearance at, at Mother's Day. But it's important because we got to take care of our natural moms. Even our not natural moms. There may be some of us who say, you know what, my relationship with my mom isn't great. And there's been other people that have come into my life. Well, great. Why don't we celebrate all of them? <laughs> Let's not limit anyone. You say, I, you know, I, I don't have any kids. Or you might be saying, you're like, you're, I'm a man. <laughs> what does this have to do with me? We'll get to that. In a moment, but I just have to say, if Jesus puts a priority on it, it's important that we put a priority on it as well. Some people might say, I just want some spiritual meat. I just want something like, you know, we just get so caught up in just, you know, flowers and cards and all those things. It's not about that. It is about treating people the way that Jesus wants us to care for people. If you think about our last series, John 13, 35, he says, You'll know, they'll know that you're my disciples by the way you love. The number one marker of discipleship is the way that we love. So then the question is, how do we love? Romans 12, you remember this, 9 and 10. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection. And this is, this is what we're talking about today. Take delight in honoring each other. Take delight in honoring each other. We honor moms because 
One of the highest ways that we show and one of the highest markers of discipleship is our love. And one of the ways that we love is by delighting in honoring others. You say, well, this isn't about me. Good. It's not. It's about honoring others. And today we honor moms. Ephesians 6 phrases it this way. The Apostle Paul borrowing from Exodus, you know, borrowing from the whole Ten Commandments. He says, honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and your mother, things will go well for you, and you will have a long life on the earth. Every time I read that, I, I think of like mob, mob movies. If you honor your father and your mother, things are going to go well for you. You know, it's like Jesus on the cross, taking care of my mother. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you. So if you, parents, if you're looking for some incentive for the kids, it's like, listen, if you honor me, things are going to go well for you, son. You know, you can just drop that hint in there. But he's borrowing that, the Apostle Paul in Ephesians is borrowing that from the Ten Commandments. When you start looking at the Ten Commandments, number five is honor your father and your mother. Right above, do not murder. So if we have to say what's important, if we're looking at some priorities, murder is number six, don't do it. You know, it's more important than not murdering somebody, honoring your father and your mother. So the Bible is fairly clear. Why? Because I believe that Jesus cares about families. He cares about your family. He cares about you as an individual. He cares about your family unit. He cares about the life that you've lived, and he cares about all of the details. The wisest man who ever walked the face of the earth, Solomon, said it like this in Proverbs chapter 1. He started out his book like this. My child, listen when your father corrects you, and don't neglect your mother's instruction what you learn from them will crown you with grace and be a chain of honor around your neck. Now, not like the chain that they put around your neck with like a cement block to sink you in the river. The chain that they're talking about here is literally a Mr. T kind of gold chain. <laughs> it's going to be a gold chain around your neck if you honor your mom and dad. You'll be crowned with grace, and you'll have chain of honor. Wow. It's incredible. What, you mean these little things matter? Our, our behaviors, our thoughts, our conversations, the way we treat our family members, that really, really matters? I thought that the only thing that matters was all these spiritual things. No, the only thing that matters is understanding that Jesus wants to be a part of every area of your life, every area of my life. There's not an area that is separate from God. And so when we think about our families, when we think about even honoring our moms, there's no greater spiritual act than we can do than bring honor to the most important people in our lives. Jesus cares about families. And he cares about celebrating and honoring those parents. It was a commandment. <laughs> There's spiritual significance in honoring. I mean, just think for a moment with me about all those little moments, all those little things. Because today I just wanted to take a few minutes just to say thank you you know, for the little moments, for the little details, for, for always remembering, you know, when we always forgot, you always remember. That's what moms do. For filling out the paperwork that we could not figure out. It's like, Mom, I can't figure out this form. You're 37 years old. <laughs> I don't know how to do the form. It's like, you need to do your own taxes, son. <laughs> but moms just take care of the little details in your life. It's like, it's incredible. They always remember it because the little details 
matter. And I think sometimes what happens is we don't say thank you enough. And so what can happen is that our moms and wives and, and grandmas and great grandmas and all, it's possible that you begin to feel like nobody notices, nobody remembers, it doesn't matter, why do I keep doing it, it's unappreciated. I want you to read something with me in Matthew 6. Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far, far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And if so, God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow. He will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? Luke 12. What is the price of five sparrows? Two copper coins. Yet God does not forget a single one of them. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. If God cares so much about feeding the little birds and making sure that those wild flowers can grow, don't you think that God is a God of details? That He cares about all the little small things. He sees those small acts of kindness. The moment that you remember, <laughs> you take care of somebody else. There you go. He counts the white hairs. He knows the number of diminishing hairs on my head as well. But He cares. He cares about every detail. He cares about those moments that you think nobody is looking. Can I tell you? Jesus cares and Jesus honors you for those moments for every time you stayed up late to make sure you got the house ready and you woke up early and prepared that child's birthday party or you slaved away on that present that you made by hand or you took care of somebody else's thing or the note that you put in somebody's lunch it all matters all matters jesus delights in the details and you mom honor your Father in heaven, every time you teach patience or you share in a moment where you create joy or you show love and affection through a simple act of kindness. Why? Because those are the very characteristics that are mentioned in the fruits of the Spirit. And every single time you make that gesture, you're demonstrating the very heart of God through your life to your children. Jesus cares about the small things. He cares. I want to share this with you in Matthew, or sorry, Matthew. Go on to the Old Testament, the book of Psalms. 127, wrong direction. Um, just to keep it interesting, I thought we'd talk about weapons for a moment. Because it just seems to fit with Mother's Day. Cavell's <laughs> like, hunting? <laughs> Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hand. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. He will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gates. You're like, what does that have to do with moms? Why are we talking about bows and arrows? We're talking about bows and arrows because we're talking about parents here. It just so happens that it's using the male language, which was culturally dominant at the time. But we're talking about parents. Children are a gift to parents. Children are a gift to moms, and they're like an arrow in the hand. What's interesting about an arrow is that an arrow is designed for a purpose. 
was significant about having a quiver full of arrows. Now, not all of us can have a quiver as large as Phil and Vanessa, who have significant amount of arrows in the quiver. Uh, and growing, I hear. Uh, no, that's not even true. That's a rumor. <laughs> Hashtag church rumors. Number six. Number six. We'll cheer for Phil later. Um, but the significance about an arrow is that it's got a destiny, and its destiny is to, is to do something, to achieve something, to take out an enemy, whatever, to defend. Every arrow needs a bow, and parents are that bow. Moms are the very thing that propel their children forward into their destiny. Arrows are meant to be used with a bow. You need a bow. You are that bow. You are the very thing that can propel your family forward. Every encouragement, every word spoken, every note in the lunch, every ham sandwich. <laughs> You're helping propel the greatest gift that God could ever give you, your children, forward into their future. And for that today, we say thank you. And we honor you. In the spirit of Scripture, we take delight in honoring and celebrating moms today for all of the small things, but also for the really big things, because all the small, seemingly insignificant things stack up, and those are the very things, those are the very platform of our life, from which we launch into our future. So thank you, moms, grandmas, aunts, great-grandmas, Cousins, anyone who was a voice that spoke into our lives and spoke into our hearts, we take delight in honoring you because you take delight in honoring us and taking care of us. Today, Jesus takes delight in honoring you because you delight in honoring him. And today we celebrate, we rejoice, and we are thankful for the good, the bad, and the ugly <laughs> for every part. You know, it's often said more is caught than taught. And some of the greatest impacts I can think of in my own life are the things that I just saw my mom do. There wasn't a morning that I can remember growing up. Our house was a bungalow and I, my room was in the basement. There's not a morning that I can remember that I didn't come up the stairs to see my mom kneeling at the couch in the living room with her Bible praying. I can't remember a morning that didn't happen. It was that action, nothing, we never talked about it, <laughs> we never had a conversation about it. In fact, normally, when we started coming up the stairs, she'd close her Bible, go and make breakfast, or go take care of helping us get out the door. But it was that simple act, that simple gesture, that has stuck with me, and underlined and highlighted to me the power and the importance of prayer, demonstrating. So many things that you can deposit into your family, into your kids. So many things that we've learned. We've learned by default, not by design. It just happened and we've picked it up. I want to thank you for not even knowing the impact that you're making by just going through your everyday routine, your everyday life. Because people notice. We remember. 
And today I speak for us because I got the mic. Thank you. Thank you. Aren't you going to give us some big revelation and drop something on us? I think the biggest revelation that I could drop on each and every one of us today is that you are not here because you decided to be here. You are here because somebody decided to invest in you, to take care of you, to speak life, to speak encouragement to you. Even in the moments, you might even say, listen, my relationship with my parents is bad. It's terrible. It's never been good. There's a distance. Can I tell you, they taught you something. They taught you what not to do. (laughs) And that is just as valuable as lesson. And for that, you can say thanks. You know, another thing that's overwhelming about Jesus when you think about it is the fact that He went to the cross and He died for us and He forgave us for something that He had no reason of forgiving. We were at our our, uh, New Believers Bible study, following Jesus Bible study on Tuesday night, and one of the questions came up, we were talking about the Bible, it was like, um, does Jesus, like, like, can you become a Christian, like, if you're, like, a murderer on, like, death row? Well, yeah, if you invite Jesus into your heart and you're sincere, He'll come and He'll forgive you. So anyone can become a Christian. Yeah, anyone can become a Christian. And Jesus calls us to forgive others just as he has forgiven us. Sometimes Mother's Day (laughs) requires us to forgive our moms, our aunts, our great-grandmas, our sisters, whoever it may be, for things that have happened, things that have kept us apart, things that have broken down our relationships. The most spiritual act that you could do is offer them forgiveness in the same way that Jesus offered you forgiveness. So here's a question for everybody in the room, not just the moms. Question today is who are you launching? Regardless of whether you're your mom, your dad, your cousin, you're just you, it doesn't matter. You've all got, we've all got a sphere of influence. We've got somebody in our lives who we're influencing. Today we're celebrating moms for all the, the moments that they never get thanked for. We're, we're, we're thanking moms and we're highlighting moms, but as we highlight moms, it also speaks to us and we go, man, I wonder who I might be influencing. I wonder what someone else is catching by my life, even though I might not be speaking it or teaching it. We've all got a sphere, and those people in our lives are a gift from God, just the same way our kids are. For many of us, our quivers are full with people that Jesus says, these are your people. I want you to launch them forward. I want you to stand in. Maybe they don't have the parents or the family. Maybe they don't have that network of people. Who are are you launching forward? You and I get the opportunity, we get the privilege to help see other people step into their destiny. You know the best way we can do that? is taking care of the little things that nobody else thinks about. The little details. You know, think about when you're, I don't know, did anyone else have this where your mom would randomly note, drop like a nice little encouraging note in your lunch bag? Anyone have that? So I've got it once. I'm not talking about like every day because I think that's a little overkill. Congratulations to you, mom, who do it. Wow, you're a superstar. But, you know, just once in a while, it just seemed like every time I got one of those notes, it was always the, the right day, the right time. I'm not saying you should walk around to your coworkers and drop notes in their <laughs> lunch bags, which... 
Don't touch dessert. So maybe you shouldn't make notes about not touching the apple pie or dropping notes in your coworkers' lunch bags, but maybe, maybe you're in proximity to that person to speak life into them, to speak encouragement into them, to speak hope into them. Maybe you're not good at all the big things, but you're really great at the small things. Maybe you could take care of a detail that they don't know how to handle. Maybe you can help fill out that paperwork that someone else's mom always helps fill out. I don't know. It's, it's the small acts. It's the small gestures that change lives. We think it's got to be a grand thing. The most powerful moments are the moments that nobody sees, that nobody else knows about, except for you and that person when you just showed them the remarkable love of Jesus Christ. Who are you launching? Here's the second question. Who am I honoring? Who am I honoring? Romans 12 talks about the way we can show genuine affection is to take delight in honoring others. When was the last time you honored somebody? I'm not talking about giving them a Lifetime Achievement Award. But that could be nice, too, and I'm willing to accept it at any time. <laughs> but I am talking about just, like, just celebrate someone in their day. Just celebrate what they mean to you. It doesn't have to be over the top. But those celebrations and those moments go deep into the soul. And they start building up that platform to launch people forward. This morning I want to invite the band up and I want to take a few minutes to pray for the moms in the room. I don't want to invite, I don't want to uh, embarrass the moms. I want to invite everyone to stand together. I know everyone who's not a mom, sit down. Just kidding. Here's what we're going to do. The thing that is more meaningful than me just praying for you is when people around you, your family, your friends, maybe even strangers, come and pray for you. So what we're going to do in just a moment is we're going to have all the moms just wave at once. If you see a mom around you or a grandma or a great-grandma, I want you to gather around them. You say, oh, well, we're strangers. That's all right. It should be easier to pray in front of strangers. And I want us to each individually pray for these moms ourselves. And at the end, we'll, we'll pray together. But it's so impactful. It's so powerful when we pray for one another. So why don't we just get all the moms to give us a quick wave, quick wave, quick wave. We're going to have a lot of moms. All right, if you see a mom near you or a grandma or a great-grandma, go lay your hands on them if they want. <laughs> your own mom, give her a big hug. Just take a few moments to pray for them. Thank them and pray for them. Go. You've been listening to the Engage Life, powered by Engage City Church. If you like what you heard, check out engagechurch.ca.